I'll blame it on Jana. Oh, everybody blame me. What's up, guys? We should. What is going on? Let's have some fun There's with this. The music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. snap. What is up, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast uh, on my channel this time, hosting. Uh, we've got Joe and Tell, Michael the Youth Man, and Ron from New Record Day. What's up, fellas? What's happening, what's up, guys? Sir? Glad what's to be up? here. What's up? Not a whole lot. Well, actually, there there is a whole lot going on, isn't there? There is a whole lot. We're getting really close to those, uh, you know, holidays. So, everybody prepared? You got all your Christmas gifts? I, oh, yeah. I did a lot of shopping. Black Friday. We try to get just about the majority of stuff taken care of on Black Friday. Looking for those youth man deals on Black Friday, huh? Try, man. I try. You know what I realize is is a useful thing is if somebody's listening using on the audio only version, it's best Mm -hmm. if they get to get an idea who's who, right? Whose voice is whose? So I think we all have pretty different voices. Chana. Yeah. 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 Ron's kind of squeaky. Oh, is that is that how you would describe me, Michael? Squeaky? Just kidding, man. Just kidding. These guys. Uh oh. Ron is all giddy. Ron is looking like a like a DJ today. He's got that professional deal going on there, man. He's got the new set. Looks sharp. Yeah, looking good, man. I like it. Rocking in the background. Appreciate it. It's going on Mark. Side of the moon. Yeah, I'm all pro today. You guys want to see my pants? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're wearing pants. That's good. Oh, okay. That's because sometimes, guys, y'all have to understand. Sometimes Ron says, "Hey, guys, I'm not wearing any pants down here." So, <laughs> but we've never, ever, ever asked him to show us. We just we take him at his word. Yeah, we got we got some people in the chat here. We also have our, our call in number, so we're just gonna have fun today, right? Absolutely, Heck yeah. man. Heck yeah! Definitely right. give us a call, man. If you got questions. Hit us up with a number, 818-237-3030. So what's up, Ron? You know, it's, it, you know. it's raining over there? Is that not normal yeah. for you? Yeah, no, we actually got uh, we got some hail. So that's my, oh. that is the officially the first time that my my uh, oldest, Georgia, has seen hail. So she was oh, like, wow. what the heck is that? That's crazy. We like, don't well, get that a lot in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while. Hey, isn't there a show coming to Florida here pretty soon? Uh, Florida Audio Expo. You doing that? You gonna yeah. head over there? Yeah, cool. yeah. I went there last year. It's actually they did it very, very well, um, especially for their. I think it was their first, no, second event. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So it was really good. Okay, pretty so, pretty good turnout. Yeah, yeah. Was it mostly like all high end stuff or what? Yeah, I mean, I, well, okay. There's some of them right? that's you know, of course, they had some ridiculous rooms and several hundred thousand dollar speakers. Um, but then they've got, you know, Martin Logan, they got Paradigm, they've got, you know, some stuff that we recognize. They had Vanatu there, which that was oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Oh, we got a call in. Let's see. Hook it up. Wanna take that? Let's see if it's Pete. It might be. Can you guys can you hear us? Hello? I can barely hear you. You can barely hear go. us. Oh. I hear him. Oh, there we go. That's great. Awesome. Cool. What's going on? Okay, so I have a question. And what's your name, by the way? Power. So, my name is Thomas, and I'm a big fan of you guys. I'm pretty sure I've watched almost every single one of your videos for all of you. Yeah. Thomas, you have issues, Uh, man. He's got issues. Uh (laughs) Hey, but we appreciate it, brother. Yeah, so I'm finally building my own theater, building everything in the past. 
over the Black Friday, I went out and I bought 20 of these 12-inch JBL speakers for subwoofers. And I have several stacks of four in my room. And are, you, I, are you serious? I'm on powering them. Yeah. Are so, you 20? <laughs> I, I have a friend of mine that was doing yeah, the same 20 thing. 20 of them. 20 of them. Yeah. 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 So Were they I'm real cheap? Have four, uh, say it again. I said, weren't they like super deal? Look at the specs of them real quick. You can look at them. Yeah, they were thirty dollars a piece, so it's pretty good yeah. from one hundred and thirty. Thirty uh, bucks. Look okay. them up, look at the specs real quick. I think they're like the yeah. CX twelve hundred, like JBL CX twelve hundred. So there, I was doing all the math to figure out what my listening position was, how far it was away, and I don't think I ever need more than like a hundred watts, uh, which I don't know if. Normal speakers and subwoofers, when calculating the power you need, everything is the same or not. But I want to have four stacks of four vertical and one horizontal. So one kind of for each point of the room and one underneath the screen. Now, I know it says 250 watts RMS for these things each. Yeah. But how do I judge how much power I'm really going to use when watching movies and doing things and figure out which amplifier i would get okay i i have i have one thing do you know how many ohms those are because i'm they are four ohms i'm gonna wire them in four ohms so uh two in series two in parallel that in parallel so it'll still be four ohms mm-hmm. okay so the end result of of the entire array we'll call it your your line array there is going to be yeah. four ohms yeah so probably yeah i was probably thinking about maybe buying like three amplifiers two channels each um, so each channel would get a set of four speakers, which would be four ohms. Okay. I, I need to like draw right, this out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need to, so basically, all right. Um, well normally tell you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you have them wired all together, you kind of just divide it out with, you yeah. know, within the four speakers. That's how much they're getting. Right. <clears throat> That's correct. Um, now you're still going to, it's, it's still going to get louder because, because, because you're adding more drivers, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was thinking about going with like two of the 24 inch stereo integrity giant ones, but then someone yeah, told me to nice. have much more like surface area for the phones so to be cheaper and better. Well, okay. So, so here's the thing. I think when you're adding more speakers like that, you are adding efficiency. Mm-hmm. So you actually need yeah. less and less power the more you add to have the same amount of uh, perceived volume in your room, right? So uh, basically, for every for every additional speaker, you're going to gain about three decibels in volume. That's right. And so I think what Joe's saying is you're not going to have to turn them up as loud to get that same volume. Man, twenty subwoofers. Well, yeah. Are are they subs? What are what are these? I I don't know what he's referring to. They're they're subs. They're subs. They're pa- I think he said they're passive. Yeah. Passive subs have to be. No, they're not passive. They're they're active. Okay, so if they're, they're active, you're not worried about buying an amplifier then. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused. You can't bypass the amplifier. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, maybe I'm getting my terms confused. Yeah. What are these? I. You know what? Let me look them up. What are they? Uh, you can look up. GX1200, but every year they change the name. Every year they just change it cosmetically, and then Best Buy puts them on sale from like 
$130. JBL JX1200. Let me see what we're looking at here. Uh, look at GX1200 or GX1200. Okay, so this looks like a. Oh. This looks like just a single woofer. Yeah, it's a single one. I bought them all, and I'm putting them in a box myself. Okay, oh, so then it is a passive building. So yeah, no, so these. Okay, so you basically have bought twenty twelve-inch drivers. You're gonna build a box for it. I got the thing up. And then you're gonna take and you said wire them in what series or parallel? Oh, you got. It. Uh, Limit of both. They're going to keep them at four ohms. Okay, so you're going to do your best to to keep that at a nominal four ohms. I mean, like I said, you're still going to gain for every driver. You're going to gain about three decibels in volume. So for every time you you yeah. know you double that, then you're going to gain a little bit of volume, and so you want to turn it up as loud. Just looking through the specs on it. I'm just all right. So twenty. How are you going to break them up again? This is crazy. Four, four and five, I'm gonna five have groups of four. Uh, four. Yeah. I'm going to put one kind of in each corner of the room and then have one as a horizontal below uh, my screen. That's nuts. I, that's, I mean, that's honestly, I'm just thinking through this. Like 20, 12-inch drivers, even if they're not the most amazing. I mean, let's just be real. This 12-inch isn't going to compare to you know, some of the, the really high end, you know, drivers that have, I'm going to look at the magnet. Yeah. So it's a, it's a decent size magnet, but some of these have the magnets are just as large as the, the driver itself, you know, but the fact is you've got 20 of them. You know, you know, what's cool about this uh, setup oh is, uh, you know, some people in the comments are like 20 subwoofers, active subwoofers. <laughs> so, you know, here's the funny thing is uh, I love projects like these. Right, because yeah. they're crazy. They're a little bit crazy, and I love yeah. that. Like that's Just like that's you. awesome. Just like me. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the cool thing is, yeah. it says here that the frequency response is thirty five hertz to two hundred hertz. And so let's say um, at minus ten decibels, it's at twenty hertz. Right. That's usually we want we want to get down to twenty hertz. Right. Now that speaker will will hit twenty hertz, but it's probably down. Right. Like maybe minus six, minus ten decibels. But because you're using so many, that kind of makes up for the lack of bass response in that region, which means that you can you can play those notes and then use DSP to kind of flatten it out. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use a, a mini DSP. I was going to buy two mini DSPs and put it that way. And then when I was building the box, um, when I looked at it, I've read some of the numbers, and I'm probably going to get pretty flat all the way down to like 15 with like that many drivers yeah you can just eq it you know what i mean like you're just gonna all yeah, that extra efficiency yeah it's, it's it's a crazy build i love it what are you doing to to design the box uh i was using um like two of these different uh, calculators to do it one was uh was it win isd yeah win isd figure out all my um and then I was going to use, um, I forgot the name of it. Basebox Pro or something like that? Box and it does the math. Yeah. Well, it was like a really old looking program. That just, I kind of just put probably. it in and it tells me, yes, the frequency bounced around the fifth time. It was bad. And it turns like red on the side. But it, it kind of gives me my dimensions. But I need to build a box. Then I could just get a cutout list from the program. That's awesome. 
I think that's awesome. All the measurements. That's kind of nice. I don't even know. Did we answer his yeah. question? You wanted to know how to power um, so, I mean, it. How to power it. Yeah, I get so much more efficiency of them. I mean, do I need, you know, a thousand watts per box to power it? Or can I do it with like 400 or something? I'm trying to figure out you know, what amplifier to buy, but I don't really know how much power I need. Really. Well, five. Sure. The, the max, R, what is the RMS on those? Power wise? 250 uh, or something like that? Uh, they RMS are 250. RMS 250. So, so know, theoretically, you could handle like 1,250. Now, that's theoretically. Um, let's just say, let's just yeah. say each uh, array, we'll call them, is a uh, thousand watts. Let's just say to be safe, right? <clears throat> so somebody here is recommending Crown XLS amps, cheap but tons yeah. of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, class D. Yeah, that might be good. I wouldn't worry about class D too much when it comes to subs either, because Usually with Class D, people complain about the high, uh, you know, the higher frequencies. You're not going to touch yeah, those. They'll do fine with that application. Yeah, all SVS stuff is Class D, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mo- most subwoofers are. I don't think they have any ABs yeah. in there. Other those, those. I've been looking at some of the Behringer yep. things and the Crown ones. The Crown has just so many things on their website. I was just like, I don't know which one's which. I yeah, want to hear a demo. Into, getting, getting into some, some DIY stuff, stuff there. To start with, but. Yeah, you, I, I just built uh, in the middle of my garage right now. There's three 1099 um, speakers, DIY SC things, and still building three of those and waiting for some more parts to come in for all of my Atmos and surround. We need a picture of that when you're done. Speakers? Yeah, we'd love to see that. Yeah, I I totally will. Yeah, <laughs> hope. kind of like filter. I don't like ABS farms, but. Yeah, ho- hopefully that helps. So more power is almost always better, right? Even if it's even if it sur- surpasses, even if it surpasses the the um, the max rating, it's better. A lot of people will say it's better than clipping, right? Clipping is what damages speakers a lot of times. Yeah. So um, yeah, more power is, is better, right? You're running a ton of speakers; it'll be able to handle it because it's dividing it all out. Yeah. I think you'll be you'll be okay. I want to see what that build looks like. Oh, yeah, man. for sure. Let us know. We'll post Let's, it on our yeah. Instagram. Yes. Yeah, That'll go on daily really high For sure. Like a, should I be shooting for a, an amp that is 4 ohm to like 1,000 watts? Yeah. I, I think um, that's safe. Channel? Yeah. Yeah. That's safe? I mean, if you, okay. If you that was really, I didn't know if I was going to be buying. And then you'll need four of those, right? For an amp or $3,000. Five yeah, of I'll them? I'll probably need three or four. So. Sorry, four. <laughs> no, no, five, 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 right? So he's going to well, hook four up to each one, right? Four to each. Well, yes. no. If, if there's two channels a piece, I can get away with three of them. Um, oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And then I also need to power. Yeah. Yes. Oh That's my cool. goodness! And you gotta de- definitely you gotta no, work with that DSP though. You gotta get that DSP right. Yeah, no, for- all this going in a motorhome. Yeah. Where? What state? <laughs> what state do you live in, and when are you planning on doing this? <laughs> Sorry. What's up, Akash? Sorry, I, I'm actually driving home, and I saw the opportunity that yeah, you guys are all it, man. on, and there was not as many people joined up yet. I was like, I got a call now, or I'll never get through. <laughs> That's awesome. Appreciate well, it. So what state are you are yeah. you going to be playing these in? Yeah, what state and when? Because I want to know if I can North hear Carolina. it. I know. I want to see if I can feel it. North Carolina. So I'm probably the closest, right? Yeah, you are. Yep. All right, so oh. I'm in Florida, man. Crank it up, because I, I think I could hear... 
20 of those from Florida. You're going to have to do one of those home theater tours, Mike. What's that? The home theater tours that you do. Yeah. Dude, that's rad, though, man. My hat's off to you. Definitely a little bit out of my area. Um, I've never tried to hook up, especially passive subwoofers. And um, back in the day, I was, you know, running just a pair of 12 inch, you know, in my car, but nothing like 20, man. That's, that's insane. Yeah. But I guess all of us in this hobby, we kind of go a little extreme, right? In some way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) After watching all you guys' videos, I kind of got the bug. So (laughs) it's Michael's fault. Blame it on me. Yeah. (laughs) It's always Michael's fault. The key is I've got my wife some noise canceling headphones. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so, you good. might want to buy your wife like so an I'm apartment when you're testing those out or something. <laughs> hey, uh, like a condo at the beach. With some girlfriend somewhere. That's right. See you tomorrow. Send her to the condo at the beach and yep. tell her come back in a couple of days. <laughs> well, be cool. careful what you're hearing, man. That's a lot of a lot of SPL yes, there. That's correct yeah, too. Sure. Yeah. Have fun, but be careful. Yeah, I'm yep. nervous about turning it up. Well, okay. hey, stay in contact, man. Drive safe. Take care. Very cool, man. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Bye. Take care. Thanks. Very cool, guys. Yeah, that's that is awesome. You know, that's 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 right up my alley. Like when I was younger, I'd always wonder, like, what happens when you just add more? You know, like forget quality, (laughs) just add more. Yeah. You know, and to a certain extent, that will work, right? You can just keep adding more, and then now with DSP, you can you can make it sound the way it's supposed to sound. Right. Right. Hey, we got a, got a quick question from Mean Green here. Does anyone know if Yamaha is coming out with a new Avantage AVR? Um, well, Mean Green, I was at Cedia and they didn't have anything new at Cedia except for some um, like power distributors, like eight channel, four channel, six channel kind of situations. Um, so hopefully they do something at CES, but not a hundred percent sure. I haven't heard anything. How about you guys? I haven't. No, I see El Jefe in here. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, what's up? Uh, what's up? Uh, El Jefe, I got some. Uh, I got some in-ear monitors, bro. Oh. Yeah, I got those inexpensive ones. Those KZ KS10 Pros or something like that. They got crazy names, but I got some of those, and I got a you know a cable and some foam tips just to mess around to see what's more comfortable. So yeah, I think that might be coming in today. I'm excited about that. El Jefe in the house. Whoa. Got another question right above that from Anish. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Will 12 gauge wire make a difference as compared to 16 gauge wire if I connect two subwoofers just like in stereo speakers to a Crown XLS amplifier? Um, Typically you need thicker wire for kind of two reasons. More power, um, but typically it's a lot more power and distance. If you're going a long distance, um, you want to run thicker gauge wire. I typically run... 14 in my home theater um, for pretty much just about everything. But it sounds like you're kind of in the same line um, as the previous caller. You're wanting to, looks like, build these. So this will be some do-it-yourself, I would imagine. Look here. Or are you talking about, yeah, so he's talking about two subwoofers, but if you're connecting them to a crown amp, then that's that's a passive subwoofer. So you can never go wrong with buying thicker cable. I mean, that's not a big deal. And especially I've always used monoprice. They just are very reasonable. So there's very little difference between the cost. 
in a 16 gauge versus 14 versus 12. So the thicker it is, the harder it is to use, like to bend and uh, to get it to work with banana plugs. So that's why 14 always been just kind of a, my go-to size, you know? know so what about Ron, you guys? Ron's got some crazy cables. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. No, I, 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 for me, um, yeah, like you're saying, it's not that much more to get some of the thicker gauge cable. So I just run the thicker gauge cable. So what do you usually run? Um, I want to say like 10. Really? Wow. I don't know. I I got sent some from um, a company. Yes, I got sent some from some company. It's pretty thick. It's crazy. I was about to say, it's about as thick as your arm, dude. (laughs) Maybe not that thick. You're like El Jefe here. That's right. (laughs) 10 gauge. I think think Blue Jeans cable does 10 and 12. Mm Mm-hmm and affordable and yeah. i've used them and i i like those cables They're great. yeah blue jeans is just a little bit more typically than mono price but they make i've heard a lot of guys use blue jeans yeah so i have definitely don't have to spend cables. huge money those are super expensive what is it the kimber cable yeah kimber but you know you guys yeah. know i'm i'm a sucker for braided cable and that's the ultimate braided cable because all the beautiful are actually yeah. braided it's they look beautiful. nice oh I the cables the cables that I have. Sorry, go ahead, Chana. Go ahead. Oh no, sorry. Uh, just, they they uh, had a little delay. They're like our braiding machines uh, busted. We got to fix it. So do you mind waiting like another week? I was like, sure. You know, they just sent them to for me to check out. So nice. Uh, I was cool. Go ahead. Joe. So what size are they? Oh, um, these aren't it. But it was a company <laughs> called NB Speaker Cables in Australia sent me some, mm-hmm. and these are like some RCAs that they sent me. That's pretty thick. And like even these RCAs, like you can't even bend these. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And that what could the be part is, of that. Could be just the shielding too. It's the shielding and the insulation. You know. Okay. So the actual cable inside may not be as thick as you think it is. Well, these no. are these are the RCAs. If you go to NB Speaker Cables and look up their, I don't know, they have like superhero themed mm-hmm. stuff. It's their. It's the thickest one that they have there. Hmm. Cool. Gotcha. Oh, here. I see Joe wearing Phillips. Yes. Here it is. This is what they sent me, the HTC. And so it says nine nine gauge per positive and negative. Man. That's what it looks like. That's thick, bro. Yeah. 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 That's pretty crazy. That um, looks cool. I, so there's that many braids in it? Yeah. That's, Holy cow. Cool, yeah. I've never seen that. Uh, nice. Chana, they're saying your mic level is a little bit low. My mic level is a little bit low. Okay, how about now? Yeah. Sounds good. I went up two notches. It's that it's that uh microphone that you have there. Needs that so big much gain. Connect into it. Needs oh, so much yeah. gain. I hope you're using the cloud lifter. I I am. It looks like it's not enough. Yeah. I, you know, I asked them to send me these, but they're like, this is this is too much. That's the cream of the crop right there. What yeah. do those run? Um, these are eight gauge. Click buy each, now. Each leg. Oh. Because I know you're gonna buy them anyway. Just click I'm, it. I'm not gonna buy these. You guys um, watch. Chana's about to buy these right here. <laughs> on the podcast, it's Here's happening live. Pony up, Chana. Seven hundred dollars. That's nothing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's nothing. a lot. You could turn yourself <laughs> yeah, up a little more, Chana. <laughs> that is nothing. I, sh- I should I should give him a tip too, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chana. Chana, you can oh. bump it up a little bit more. Your mic is. You can bump it up a little more. All right. How about now? Yeah. Is that better. It's coming yeah. in loud. Is it good, or am I too loud? Maybe I'm too loud. I, I don't know. All right. 
still trying to figure this out. No problem, Mean Green. Um, who else do we have in here? We got a lot going oh, on. So, in here. so he, he Mean Mean Green brings up a, a good question. Um, he has the Yamaha <laughs> A twenty seventy, and the newer one is the twenty eighty, which I reviewed. Um, so he's asking about the 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 ninety series. When do you guys feel is a good time to upgrade? Like your AVR or your amplifier. Mm. I guess AVR makes more sense because more HDMI stuff happens. Um, what do you guys think? Every week. <laughs> <laughs> but when do you upgrade yours? You know, and really, I think that's it depends on everybody because some guys I know they want the latest, greatest. And so as soon as it comes out, new technology comes out, they're jumping on it. Um, some guys like myself, I don't mind buying something that's a year or two old because you'll pay less, still be up with the latest technology for the most part. I mean, it's not the latest, greatest, but it's not outdated either. Um, typically, probably about what, every four or five years, um, you're probably going to need to upgrade. If you, I, I had a guy talk to me the other day, he's like, yeah, I'm still rocking the ProLogic. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, you know, that's back in the day. So he definitely needs to to upgrade if he wants to take advantage of better <clears throat> higher quality sound um you just can't get that with that old technology but it really just depends you so know joe how often do you upgrade your stuff okay so i need to upgrade right now actually because i have a old denon x4100 right mm -hmm. now this is five years old five years old that thing turn me down and here. so that was one of the first uh correct me if i'm wrong dolby atmos receivers from denon I think maybe they had one maybe a maybe a year behind. I don't know. But I remember I got it because it had Dolby Atmos. And now, you know, I need to upgrade because my projector is 4K HDR. That thing only has 4K pass-through, right? So I can't get HDR, even though my projector can can handle that. Also, this uh this one doesn't have that new Odyssey app. It has, you know, the compatibility where you can uh, mm -hmm. adjust your own curves it's like 20 bucks in the app store sure mine yep. does not allow that Bef back in those times back in my day you used to have to uh have a professional calibrator come in and and do the whole thing kind of crazy yep. we got a call coming in you guys want to take this yeah let's do it all right nah, put him on hold yeah let's do it let's hear his call is that's a new jersey how's it going Hey, how are you? Hey, what's up? Hey, we're good, man. What's your name? Am I live? You're live. Yeah, you're live, brother. Yeah, all right. What's up, guys? <laughs> what's what's up? up? What's up? What's, what's, up, up? what's, what's your name? Uh, my name's Omar. I'm calling from New Jersey. Nice, Omar. Omar from New Jersey. Right on. Well, I'm, hope I'm hoping I called the right guys. I, I watched all your channels, by the way. Really appreciate all the feedback. Um, I'm you. currently rocking uh, dual SD 16, easily one of the best home theater purchases I've ever made. Um, and nice. I, hooked, I have that hooked up to a Denon X6400 and yeah. a, uh, a, a Mac 302 uh, two-channel amplifier. I got a killer deal Ooh. on that two-channel amp with a, so. uh, a set of 804Ds from Bowers & Wilkins. Oh, um, so oh, all used here we equipment. go. Yeah, that guys, awesome. I, I it is, I've never heard this. I've been I've been in the home theater since I was like in middle school, just like uh, just like Chana D. 
uh, just like you, man. I know you guys have mentioned that on your channel before. And uh, and this is definitely the best setup I've ever had by far. Um, so cool. my question is, I'm uh, I don't I don't just have the the upgrade bug or anything. I'm trying to really optimize the system that I have without mm -hmm. totally killing the bank because I did awesome. I did buy the all the stuff used. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm really torn about the Yamaha uh, 3080. Um, uh, the, the last year's AVR that came out because the unique thing about it is it has the ESS Saber DAC as well yep. as the XLR output Input. for the freeout section. And mm -hmm. according oh. to uh, a detailed review from Audioholics, Gene Dallasala had uh, had made it pretty clear that some of the product efficiencies on the pre-pro unit from Yamaha's lineup uh, are not present in the AVR. Uh, that being the, some of the distortion on the uh, the front, left, and right channel output. So mm -hmm. I was basically just hoping that uh, that you guys could give me some feedback on the Yamaha product. How does that compare to uh, the Denon and Marantz? You know, I'm, I'm rocking the 6400 Denon right now, and in sure. my basement I have an SR7012 that I hooked up into the same system and nice. found a little bit of, of a difference with the Denon. So, um, you know, should I pull the trigger on the Yamaha because it's about 1500 bucks uh, for uh, uh, a brand new set on Amazon? What, what are your, what's your feedback there? I mean, it's been a long time since I've owned Yamaha. Um, I had an older Yamaha RXV 1800. Um, so I'm not familiar with like their vintage. I haven't heard any of those or had any of those in for review. Um, my thought, number one, the Denon is a great receiver. Um, I reviewed the 6400, had no problem powering my setup. Um, I tried it with and without an amplifier. So it's got a beefy power supply, um, had a great sound. And I, I really didn't hear a huge difference between the 6400 and the Marantz SR8012 that I, that I have. Um, I had those both in the review at the same time. Um, man. I mean, will you hear like a massive difference? I don't know. So, so I have both um, the Yamaha 2080 and the Denon X6500, X4400, um, X3600. And what I notice is that there is, it, it, it's kind of a trade-off. You, you need to like look at features that you're more um, interested in. Like they use an AKM DAC, Denon, uh, a side. I see Kasai. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, Japanese one. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, the Japanese one. Um, and then the ESS Saberdac. Uh, that one's pretty awesome. As far as room correction, I like Odyssey's, what is it, the 32 XT? XT32. XT32, as opposed to uh, Yamaha's Wipow. So for me, Pow. in my. Yeah, why? Pow! <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, um, I would lean toward the Denon, but if you, you know, want that DAC for your, uh, your, your awesome Bowers and Wilkins setup, you know, I, I don't know, that's something that you have to kind of figure out. And I think the only sure, yeah, I mean, I, to like I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm hesitant to. Uh, to buy yet another AVR if I'm not going to notice any sort of you know major difference, uh, you know the, the 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 Google search is a black hole. You know, you, for every person oh, yeah. who says one product is great, you have sure. you, you know there's somebody else 
for that. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if another ABR is going to serve me very well. But the only difference is that it is a different set of DAC compared to what I've heard with the Morantz and the Denon setup, as well as the <clears> balanced <throat> output that they uh, are on that on that Yamaha ABR, because there are no other ABRs with balanced output. Um, so, I, you know, I thought maybe that would be an opportunity to notice some sort of difference uh, so that I can really right. get the most out of the other equipment that I've got. That Max 302 is, is a gorgeous unit, and I want to make sure I'm getting everything out of it that I that I paid for. So, um, you know, that <laughs> other than graduating to a free throw, that was kind of my uh, next, sure. next option. I would say try them out. Try them out. Yeah, try it out and, and see see what happens. I mean, I know. Yeah. that's it. I mean, if they if you if you love it, then you keep it. Gonna, if you don't, then you return it. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of the way it goes, right? Use your rights as a consumer. Return that shit. If you don't like it, return it. <laughs> you know, like try it out. If it doesn't sound good, return I, it. It's not like um, you're buying it in with the intent of returning it, right? You're you're trying it out. You really want to keep it if it's great, right? So right, right. I'm going to um, tell my wife exactly that, and that's why I'm buying a third. See, we ABR get we get it. People in so much trouble. <laughs> Good yes, luck. Yes. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you have a wife. My my friend had the 802 Ds, right? But he had to sell those in order to so 802 D for diamond, right? Those Bowers and Wilkins. Yeah. He yeah, had to beautiful. sell those to get uh, the, the wedding ring for his wife. Oh, so wow. a diamond for a diamond. Hey, that's commitment, brother. Diamond that's commitment. I got, I got respect. Wedding ring, damn. Yeah, I feel cheap now. Those, those, those diamond cleaters are a pain in the ass. I placed one, and it was, uh, it was a thousand dollars just for that, and, I, and that Ooh, was yeah. because my my kids uh, had damaged it. I didn't, I wouldn't even see it happen, but I know it was. Yeah. Um, did it, did any of them like own up uh, to it and say, "Yeah, I did that"? I'm gonna have. Well, they're not old enough to um, to, okay. to admit when they've done something wrong. But, gotcha. Yeah. My kids, you know, nobody ever does anything wrong at my house. Like I didn't do it. I, I don't know who did it. You know, my kids are thirteen, <laughs> uh, sixteen, eighteen, and twenty. So they're like, I don't know, Dad. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was like that when I got here, Dad. Exactly. It's like <laughs> I didn't do it. I know I didn't do it. You know, Ron, I take care of my Ron, stuff. This is something to look forward to. Oh man. yeah. Yeah, Ron's got some little ones in the house, man. You guys are outnumbered now. Yeah. Yes. Is there That's a restocking true. fee? Somebody's I, saying there was a restocking fee. Um, for what? I'm what looking. Company? Tech for your needs says. Yeah, I'm looking on uh, Amazon no, at I some would, Yamaha stuff. It says free shipping and free returns. So. Yeah, um, I got Amazon Prime and all. I think I, I'm probably grandfathered into that. I should be okay. Yeah. Um, you know. But uh, no, I appreciate the fee. That's probably what I'll what I'll do and suffer the consequences later, right? Ask, ask right. for uh, forgiveness later. Yes, exactly. Oh, Instead of permission. Uh, um, hey, one thing I before you go, one thing one more I want you to. Um, I, uh, oh, we're like saying the same thing. Um, check out Anthem. Check out an Anthem processor because uh, cool. when I did the Anthem room correction, that sounded better than the Denon. Um, I've only experienced Dirac in hotel rooms for shows. But that also sounds awesome. So if you wanted to take that next step um, in uh, not upgrade but optimizing, look at those guys because the room correction on those are pretty stellar. NAD has some crazy ones, right? Yeah. Um, audio control stay has some AVRs and processors. Stay away from the DAD uh, techno series, though. <laughs> it's a that app is no good. Yeah. It's kind of, I heard it's buggy. Like, <laughs> really, really buggy. Well, well, I heard it's pretty jolly. What were you going to say, though? You were going to say one more thing. 
Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I shifting gears over to uh, SBS. I uh, and you guys see they were they were dropping some hints on Instagram about some. Uh, oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know about anything. What? Oh, what? Really? I know nothing. SV who? Uh, huh? Who's the? Is this Nick? Man, who's no, calling? Youth on man. New subwoofers. <laughs> youth man just. Uh, youth man just reviewed that massive uh, two fifteen from Monolith, and I gotta say that the the nice little crate package that I saw in SBS's post looked an awful lot like the same size. So I don't know. Look, look, looks a little get. similar, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what day is it today. No, it's Monday. What's that? I guess you'll find out a lot uh, very soon. Tomorrow. Yeah, maybe maybe tomorrow. Kind of keep an eye out. Maybe tomorrow morning. Yeah, might be a good time. (laughs) All right, I will check. I'll find another reason for my my wife to divorce me. That's perfect. (laughs) All right, man. Be good. Nine a.m. Eastern time. Yeah. All right. All right. Take care, man. Hey, thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. Later. No problem. Take Thank care. Thank you. Thanks for responding to questions. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Take it easy. Cool, Send man. Us Send us pics. <laughs> Everybody gets the upgrade bug, man. We, I think sometimes <sighs> we figure, you know, am I missing out? I, I don't know about you guys, but there have been times where I'm just curious. You know, will this make a huge difference in my setup? You know, whether it's the newer speakers or new receiver or cables or whatever so oh man we're cables getting... they make all the all right let's take this call but but i mean legitimately people want to know hello yeah who no, we got hey, joe hey 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 what what's Uh-oh. that what's up hi how's it going hey what's going on uh, thanks for calling not in so much yep. oh uh you're welcome you're welcome should i just start with my question let's end yeah. your name How too. About what's, your name? Your, what's your name my name is matt What's up, Matt? Hey, Matt. Where are you from? Hey, I'm from Seattle. All right. Very cool. What's up? West Coast in the house. <laughs> well, I have a an Onkyo um, TXRZ830. That's their kind of mid-range uh, AVR. Um, I got a killer deal on it. Eight hundred. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Four hundred fifty bucks. Nice. Um, Youth man deal. Brand new with a three-year warranty and everything. Um, that is to replace a Cambridge Audio AVR that's about 15 years old, but has a killer amplifier section in it with a big mm-hmm. uh power supply and everything. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm using the pre-outs for my front, left, right, and um, mm-hmm. some of my other channels to go to the... Cambridge Audio because it's better quality and to take off sure. to take some load off of the Onkyo. Nice, sure. So is that smart <laughs> one and and does that truly reduce the or or free up power in the Onkyo to drive the mm-hmm. remaining channels? Yeah, great question, Chana. You um, have your I've, setup like that, right? Um, yeah. Is the Cambridge? Does the Cambridge have volume control? It, or is it, just it does. Like, I just boost it up to full volume, and it's just about right for. Okay. You know, because that, that because be the uh, only, the uh, is, Yeah, but the Sorry, but the Onkyo compensates for it, so. It, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that question um, asked a lot. Of, um, you know, if people. 
they want to um, use their old amplifier or whatever they have laying around to power their front stage or their front mains. The only thing you have to worry about is that second volume level if it's not like a dedicated amplifier. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if um, if it sounds okay. good and if it's compensating, then you should be golden. Yeah. Okay. Now I got to follow up with that, if I may. Sure. Um, I just got a pair of Martin Logans. So I have now added in an old Carver amplifier that I used to have. And so now I've redistributed the uh, balance of power there, so to speak. Um, But that falls under the same answer that you just gave me about using external amps. Now, for my subwoofers, I I have one subwoofer and I have two sub amps running some bass shakers in my couch. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, what that means is I have one subwoofer output that is going to three different subwoofer amplifiers. Mm-hmm. Sure. And the, the, the level is really low. And I don't know quite what to do with that because I have everything cranked up to, on the individual sub amps to full volume. And mm-hmm. it still isn't enough output. <laughs> sure. Because it's being... You know, it's being distributed so wide. And so is there something I sure. can do about that? I don't know if you can boost the sig- like the preamp, like the amount that's coming out of a preamp, um, almost like a signal well, booster. I, I have. In the Onkyo, I have, and that's full blast as well. Well, I'm not talking about like your levels, but there's, um, I don't know if it's voltage necessarily, but basically... Each pre-out, like a manufacturer says, okay, this can handle X amount of subwoofers. You know, um, I don't know which, you know, how many your particular receiver can handle. Um, it's an unpowered signal, but anytime you're dividing that signal, right. you're basically, like you said, you're distributing that to each one. And so it's going to get less. Um, I've never noticed a yeah. volume difference when I've hooked like two up. Um, and even one time I had four. Now, one thing you can do um, that might help with that, are you able to come out of one subwoofer into another subwoofer? Yeah, daisy chain, can you do mm-hmm. that? Yes. Uh, however, I believe it's just uh, an in, like a inline. I don't think mm-hmm. it's actually doing anything. It's just uh, passive. Right, gotcha. So it may still be drawing the same amount coming out of that pre-out. Exactly. Yeah, honestly, I'm yeah. not sure. Um yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't think you can like boost that signal. You guys know of anything like that? Mm. For a sub out, you know what I'm saying? Boosting signal, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, I mean, you're um, boosting a line level signal at that point, so that's mm-hmm. a little, that's a little tricky. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> the quest goes on. Yeah, yeah wish I had a great, wish I had a great question or a great answer for you, man. For for the first question though, is uh, yeah, if you like the sound of certain amps, use them. Right? Yeah. If you like the way it sounds better, yeah. Use well, them. it was interesting because the Onkyo sells a pre, uh, what would you call it, like a pre processor, like an AV preamp. It's identical mm-hmm. to this thing. It costs more, and it has no mm-hmm. amplifiers in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe some <laughs> of the do that. jacks sure. are better quality and whatnot, sure. but yeah. uh, yep. but you know, like. I could spend two grand to get something that doesn't even have an amplifier in it. Correct. Or I could use this thing as a preamp and I paid 450 bucks for it. Yeah. Right. And I think you bring up a good point. A lot of times, you know, that is the value of a receiver, you know, receiver, you've got, it does a lot. 
It yeah, lie. I mean, I mean, it, it handles the video processing, the audio processing, the codecs, um, the power amplification. But in order to do that, um, I used to wonder, you know, is there a difference between an AVR and a pre-pro? Because I thought the same thing. I'm like, man, you're going to spend a lot more going to separates than you will, you know, just buying an AVR. I mean, that's just you don't have two boxes, you don't have two places taken up in your rack. Um, it's a you know, better cost factor. But until I reviewed my first separates, uh, which was the uh, Marantz AV7705, um, I didn't really understand that. You know, I didn't understand that. I don't know exactly like what components change in that, but my ears preferred definitely the 7705 over the SR8012 uh, that I previously had. Um, now but I was, have hooked was that up. because you were, but you were using it. You were using it originally as the amplifier as well, and then you Correct. went to separate. So you're using a completely different amplifier. Yes. Well, that. Well, I have also hooked okay. up an amp, like a dedicated amplifier to receivers to AVRs, and I typically don't hear much yep. difference in that. So by just adding okay. an amplifier, like say I've had a, a really nice pair sound amplifier, um, and I hooked that up to. I think it was the SR8012, and I didn't hear like a, it wasn't definitely a night and day difference at all. Um, I'm not sure if I heard any difference, mm. but it wasn't until I went to an, an actual separate preamp processor that I heard a difference. I heard better channel separation, um, just kind of more detail in that. But, um, you know, again, is it like complete night and day? I don't think so. A lot of times with this hobby, we're making kind of incremental um advancements um yeah. you know right which is why well just as long as there's no downside to what i'm doing i was afraid that that by using my av receiver mm-hmm. as basically a pre-pro in, uh, mm-hmm. i guess is the correct term that mm-hmm. i was afraid that there was something you know um, you know i'm certainly not gonna go and spend two grand on a pre-pro that's almost identical sure. yeah um so yeah no, there's exactly. definitely nothing there's wrong with using using your old, you know, uh, or a different AVR with in conjunction with another one to help really. And you had asked earlier originally, does that really relieve some of the the power, you know, from you know the original AVR? And, and the answer is yes. I remember when I had a Yamaha, uh, it was like 140 watts by I think at that time it was uh, 140 by seven, and at the time I was only running five speakers. And it sounded great, sounded amazing. But when I hooked up just two additional speakers, it completely changed the way that it sounded. And I had even when I wow. cranked up the vo- I had to turn the volume up, of course, because each speaker is getting less volume um, and less power. So even cranking up the volume more, I still felt like I just lost some of that um, that dynamics, the just the impact of it. It just didn't sound the same. And so anytime that you can kind of relieve some of that power from your receiver, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing at all. Um, so if you're doing that with your front two channels or your front three channels and letting your AVR handle the other speakers, especially if you're running like, you know, nine, 11, 13 channels, um, that can be really, really taxing on a, um, on a receiver. And I'm doing, I'm doing 11. And right now the Onkyo is at this point only, powering the atmos speakers on the ceiling that's it very good everything else is handled by the the carver and the cambridge so 
Not, I don't think there's any, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think it's set up. I think what Chana was saying is you run in, sometimes you run into an issue. Think about this. You've got two AVRs with two separate volumes. And so some of them, Chana, you were, you reviewed, what was it? The Parasound that had the home theater bypass. Is that what yeah. they have? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it just bypasses the preamp section in mm -hmm. that um, integrated. Uh, so you can just go straight to the amplifiers. So there is no volume control on that. So that, yeah. that was, that's a cool feature. I, that's what I love about that Parasound. Had them hooked up to my mains and um, yeah, it was rocking and rolling. Well, this thing has a, a direct audio mode, like a pure audio mode. Yeah. And as long as I have the volume up to 100% and just leave it there, it's almost as if it's bypassing the volume control. Do you hear any hiss from that amp at all? When you have is it turned up that? None. That, none. Interesting. Nope. That's awesome. That's great. Well, cool. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Yeah. It, it was, uh, like I said, more of a sanity check than anything. So <laughs> and I still have to figure out the subwoofer issue, but. Uh, sure. But yeah. Well, that Sounds good. Thank man. you, guys. I'll take Very care. Cool, man. Thanks, Thanks for, calling for calling in. in. Just so right, bye -bye. everyone knows, the call-in number is back up on screen. Give us a call. Um, if you have a question, want to say hi. Man, we're getting these calls are coming in like crazy, like it's nonstop. Here's another one. Oh, here we go. Let's just let's keep taking it. them. Let's do. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's up? You're on the air. Hey, how are you guys doing? How's it going? Hey, good. good. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good, good. Uh, my name is Daryl, calling from Arizona. What's up, Daryl? Daryl, what's happening, man? Oh, Ron's neck of the woods. Not much. Yeah, well, it's a little cold now. A little rainy. It is. Yep. But yeah, I just want to thank you guys, man. I've been got into you guys watching your videos, and whew, you guys are making my wallet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> we hear that a lot, man. It's crazy. Our sponsors what, like man, that. It's, every time I turn it on, man. you can email your complaints. I know. Every Chana time I turn you guys on, I'm like, oh shit, I got to get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ron, Ron. Hey, you think my it's bad on your end? Like, Go ahead. What's that? I was just saying, Chana does that with no, us. No, what did you say? Chana gets us oh, to buy I, new lights. Chana is and way up there. New microphones. and <laughs> No, no. Oh, stop this. Stop. You're going to. I'm just going to every time I watch Chana's videos. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, I just uh, redid my whole system. I got a whole clutch of the new RP line. Mm -hmm. I'm running. Uh, uh, I just added two more speakers, so I'm doing the whole seven point. Uh, Maybe 7.2.4. Okay. Wow. And my question is, I need to upgrade. I just bought a monolith uh, 5x2 amp. Okay. And I'm looking at getting the Anthem, either the MRX 720 or mm -hmm. the MRX 1120. Mm -hmm. So my question is, would it be better to run the MRX 720 and just do the uh, run the four Atmos speakers on that amp? <sighs> or know. do my front stage and height one on the 1120? And then run everything so, else on the 1120 all right, receiver. So just for clarification, what amplifier? Do you have a 200 by 5? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Okay. 200 by 5. Okay. So it's a 5-channel okay. amp. The monolith 5-channel. Cool. So you got 200 by 5, and then you've also got the mm -hmm. uh, Anthem receiver. I'm looking at getting – right now I'm running a Denon 4400H. Okay. But I'm looking to upgrade to the, to the Anthem, either the MRX 720 or the 1120. I was just wondering, sure. should I just run that that the monolith on the four? I run the four uh, high channels on the monolith and everything else on the MRX seven twenty, 
or do the MRX 1120 and run my front stage in like one, like height one and everything sure. else. I'm on curious to see how we all respond on this one. Well, I have the 720 and there's one big problem with the 720. I spoke about it with the engineers, the guy who does, the guy who works on anthem room correction and I, I told him about it and he's like, oh yeah, you're totally right. So the problem with it is that you can't, my, my preference with like the Denon X4400H is to run the five, I only have a nine channel setup, so run five ear level speakers with the external amp and have the AVR um, do the height channels, right? Um, the MRX720 mm -hmm. won't do that. It won't do that. You only have the choice of powering the rear height and your front stage. It's very, it's very weird, but that's the, that's the way it's set up. And according to the engineer, you know, it's something that they might integrate into their next batch of AVRs, which is uh, rolling, letting you um, allow the, like, assign the amplifiers inside the AVR to just do the height speakers. So if that was your plan, you would either, you, you would probably be better off going with the 11 the 11 channel. Okay. So just running my front stage. So running like the, the, the front and then like height one on the amp and then running everything else on the 1120. Um, yes, you have more flex. The, the situation is you have more flexibility with this, with the 1120, the 720 is kind of stuck in that situation where you need to power height two externally. You can't power that internally. So that's kind of like, that's the one thing I don't like about it. Um, but if you want the more flexibility, then go with the 1120 to power whichever okay. you want. Yeah, great question. Great question, man. No, oh, thank you. Yeah, I was just going back and forth because I was like, how do I power that? I was looking at it. I'm like, I would have to power just the four Atmos. And just, me, I didn't think it would be, I thought it'd be overkill to just do the four Atmos on that yeah, modular. I would totally agree with that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with sending 200 watts to your Atmos channels, but to have a 200 by 5 amplifier just powering your Atmos and not have that same power going to your front soundstage, I think, to me, in my opinion, that would be backwards. I would rather have all of my yeah, you know, that biggest power, biggest dynamics powering my front soundstage. And if you've got extra, go to your side surrounds or your back surrounds and then, you know, power the other ones with just the AVR. I mean, I would yeah, that made the, more that, sense. I just, I was going back yeah. and forth. I was just confused mm -hmm. a little bit because I'm new and I'm like, man, because I don't want to spend the money <laughs> yeah. and be I wrong. Mean, um, I, I actually don't have the MRX 720 connected due to the fact that I would want to have two power amps. Um, so like the five ear level speakers powered by the 180 watt uh, amp by five and then use another five channel that's 120 watt to power the four height channels that's what i would do um but if i had the 1120 i would do what you want to do like just power the five uh, ear level speakers with the external amp and have everything else run off the 1120 so yeah because uh, i have everything is clipped except for the except for the front wall i have two um sbs height on the front wall so I was mm -hmm. going to power sure. those and the front, you know, the three front stage with that power amp. Mm, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So for the most amount of flexibility, I, I would vote the 1120. Okay. 
And just another quick question is like, eventually I want to get another amp, but if it only has one trigger, do I just do a splitter cable with that? So you've got, okay. So right now you have one trick, like 12 volt trigger out. Yeah. So and if I wanted to add another amplifier, like later on, like a seven sure. channel and then like, a lot um, of times I was on, just curious, like, how would you do that? A lot of times I think on the amplifier, if I'm remembering correctly, there's an in and an out. Yep. So you kind of go into the first amp, the easy chain, and then you'll come out of the the first amp and go into the second amp. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Because mm -hmm. yep. all they're doing is well, great. I appreciate it, and I love our you guys' channels. Hey man, appreciate you. Thank calling. you. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Have Thank a great you. night. Take care. Thanks. Oops. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, you hung yeah. up on Joe. Yeah, we had a delay. Sorry, I thought it. Yeah, I, I thought he had hung up Joe. right. So I'm gonna mute <laughs> the. Definitely <laughs> <a> <laughs> I'm gonna mute uh, the calls for a second just so we can yeah, talk. Let's go through some just for. The there's yeah. a lot of comments here too. Yeah, I saw one for Ron a, a while up there about a turntable under 500 bucks. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, Project Carbon 399. That would be all day long. If your budget is under 500 bucks, that would be the turntable I would recommend. Cool. Let's see if you can pull that up. Just trying to catch up here. If you definitely want your question answered, I would say send Chana a super chat. It'll get his attention real quick. You know what I mean? I get nothing from that, but uh, I'm just that's a tip. That's funny. You know, he needs he needs money to get all that stuff that he gets. He'll be on Adorama in two seconds. Right. Send him something. As soon as it comes in, it's going out. Man, there it is. There it is. Project Carbon. Uh, yeah, got some fancy multiple fancy colors, colors finishes, Sweet. fantastic turntable at the asking price. And why yeah. why do you like this one over some of the other ones? I mean, I'm not a I'm not huge in the turntables, so I don't well, know like a, like a, the different needle. arm or like you know what? what no, it's not. A, so I, I I'm not going to pretend that I've tried everything out there. And and to be honest with you, I mean, really, like I've I've kind of ignored some of the entry level stuff for quite some time. So. There might be some strong contenders out there, but I have spent time with that turntable and I've set it up for a couple of friends that have bought it. And I was just impressed with how it sounds. I like the functionality of it. And, you know, for somebody that's just getting into it or, you know, trying out vinyl again, I feel like it ought, it's just a lot of bang for the buck. Okay. So. Out of, or I have a question between. The tone arm and the actual head, which one makes a more more of an audible difference to you? The cartridge. Cartridge, cartridge yes. Yeah. All day long, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. This one comes with an Ortophone, Ortophone 2M Red. Yeah, 2M Red, I think. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's not and a bad not a bad cart. It's like it's like one eighty or two hundred dollars alone. Yeah, it's not Probably. a bad not a bad cartridge. I have the blue one, which is just a step up from that. Um I like it. Yeah. Sounds good. Nice wow. table. Nice deck. It looks real nice, too. Here's Ron's favorite color. That's <laughs> that's the one that I would get, and then I would quickly throw it away. <laughs> what other questions do we have in here, too? Oh, uh, there's a lot. I'm looking through. Lots of questions. That guy there. <clears throat> Let's see. Andrew Jones. Oh, okay. while you guys are looking for a question, it's kind of funny how, you know, we talk about daisy chaining and like the subwoofers and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so funny to me that like we're in this like hi-fi thing, but all the stuff that we're doing is pretty, 
pretty janky. Pretty old school, like Mickey Mouse version. Of, like, you know, <laughs> dude, I I I'm not gonna lie. I cringe every time I have to use a Y cable. Just the really? audio file in me like slowly uh, dies. Like no. uh, I know what you, you mean. That like thousand dollar Audio Quest one. Like shouldn't that work? Yeah, that's what you, that's what you use. <laughs> I I know what you mean. Hey, uh, s- side topic. I think I'm trying to convince uh, Chana to get into oh. projectors a little bit. I've been showing him projectors, some projectors, yeah. Michael. Yeah. You know, he's he's all about the TV life, and that's cool. I think everybody deserves a projector, man. There's nothing like <sighs> having a huge screen. You know, projectors, are they the equivalent of in picture quality to an OLED? No. But you will never get like this, this massive immersive experience mm-hmm. using a TV. You know, even if you, you mean got a projector. No, with the TV. Oh, oh. not with the TV. Okay. So if it's 85 inches, okay, that's nice and that's yeah. big for a home, sure. Yeah. But I promise you, you will not get an immersive Mm-mm. experience. Hey, I've got a question for you guys because I, I know nothing about projectors. I, I owned some way back in the day, mm-hmm. and I don't know if the technology has changed, but do you have to have the room like pitch dark to clearly see? Great question, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, I, can, I can say I don't have a TV here in the living room just a projector all day it's running kids cartoons right and we have a window right here right next to it and sun's coming in no problem yeah all the new stuff is so bright now um and they have all different types of screens like ambient light rejection screens um that you can get away with it it's not so here's the thing it's not going to be better than a tv it's not going to be as bright right right? but you know i think you just you kind of get used to it. So my recommendation to Chana is use a TV during the day, but nighttime, movie time, drop a screen in front. Drop of that, it. drop that screen down. Motorized screen, 120, 150 inch screen. Yeah, totally different experience in my opinion. Mm, sure. Yeah. When I was okay. first, when I was first drawing up my theater room, um, at that time, 55 inch was like the main kind of size TV. So that's 13 years ago. And so I remember. Um, looking on like Walmart and Best Buy and figuring out, okay, what are the dimensions of a 55 inch TV? And so I took blue masking tape, masked it off on my wall. And I sat down where I would normally be sitting. And as I'm looking at the wall, I realized that it was not going to be like this movie experience. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, my wall is huge you know, it's 13 foot wide, 10 foot tall. And I've got this little bitty square on the wall. I wish I had a, I could pull up a picture um, of it. It'd take me a while to find it, but I just looked at it and I was like, there's no way. Um, somebody gave me an 85 inch TV one time. Whoa. It was a little bit older. It was a 3D TV, kind of the DLP, but it was still roughly slim. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, those massive three or four foot thick TVs, but they gave me the 80, it was an 82 inch TV and I brought it home. I literally used it for about a week. And at that time, I only had a 103-inch screen in the theater room. Mm -hmm. Only. Yeah. And (laughs) so just to show you, even that, the 85 didn't impress me. Mm. You know, so now that I've got 150-inch, there's not a TV out there that's going to give me the same immersive experience that that I get with a a projection screen. Right. You know, of course, if you can get it, get the room dark, you're going to get a better picture, Ron. You know, mm. check this out. You're going to be more vibrant. 
Um, this is it, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, you got your your uh, pictures of your I mean, living room set up there. Yeah, that's gonna be hard just in that that's, setup. This is techno. This is techno dad's. Yeah, that's his living. Yeah. Room. It's like it's like a loft, right? Kind of. It's a, it's a vaulted situation. We're on the the living room's on the second floor. That's You're gonna need something to come down there. from the yeah. ceiling there. Yeah, Bro, yeah, you need you need to pull those speakers out. Holy cow! I know. At I least know. at least another five feet. Yeah. At least. Not feeling that, huh? Bipole too. So and he sits fourteen control. feet back. So where's it gonna be? Then? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely Here's... won't look like this. Yeah. Yeah. But um, well, I just was... got in some Martin Logans, man. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. They're not the electrostats. Those motions. I dude, saw. I saw your little hint there. I'll be honest, man. They sound good. Now I haven't done any calibration. Nothing, dude. I, just, I was curious. I'm like, let me just plug them in. I just want to hear them. When I did my Sprout review, I did their uh, their previous uh, generation of those, and yeah. and I was impressed. Like yeah. really nice sounding speakers. Yeah, um, and apparently the original, what is it, the XT yeah. series, went to the XTI. Mm-hmm. Most of it is, is cosmetic. Yeah. You know. They look gorgeous, gorgeous. man. That finish is crazy, right? I mean, seriously. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. Yeah. So they're not messing around. Actually, tonight, after we finish, I'm going to start kind of finish up that video, hopefully, and get it edited and uploaded tomorrow. Just the unboxing and initial awesome. kind of impressions. And hey, John, awesome. can, yeah. you, can you bring this up? Can you bring up my screen? Screen share? Sure. What you got, man? What are you rocking right now? 65 inch? Yeah, 65. Oh, oh there you go. damn. Hey, that's what you're rocking right there? Uh, Michael, you have 50, uh, 150? 150 inch. Oh, yeah. okay. So, Joe, 13, 13 feet wide. So using the um the 12, projector 12. projector distance calculator. Yeah, I let me bring that up. That the largest largest screen I can do is 105 mm-hmm. with the projector 14 feet back. Okay. Um, So I don't know. I had um, to cut a hole in my wall to make mine 150 inch. Oh. So I actually had to, I had to mount it outside. It's in technically it's in my son's bedroom closet. <laughs> thanks, thanks. What's, so his, what's your son's name? I forget. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob. Thanks, Jacob. Just need to uh, take a little bit of your closet space. Yeah. Thank you. So technically, it was in between. It 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 literally sits right in between his closet, and then there was like there a hall closet, uh-huh. like a little, it's kind of like a um, storage closet. And so we cut the top portion of the that divider that divides his room to that closet. And so the projector sits kind of right here over that little ledge. So we cut that off, mounted it in there. But yeah, so to get something that's really large, you got a lot of times you have to back up quite a bit. So I think mine is maybe, I think it's like 15 feet oh, from the okay. screen. Yeah. And to get 150 inch. This our phone's going crazy right now. Can you show? Uh, can you show this projector central thing, Chana? Oh, yeah. So yeah, you and they, can. And they've updated this too. This is pretty slick. Which uh, which ones are you looking at? What brands are we um, looking at here? Let's let's go JVC. JVC. Mm-hmm. NX5. Yes. <laughs> of course, at. of course, you always go, you know. All right, so then you go here, and then throw distance. So, 14 feet. 14 feet. Where am I going here? It, it could be 15 feet. I know my, um, like the room calibration stuff says 14 feet, but that's at the couch. So it would be above the couch and back a little bit. So yeah. 14, 14. So there's a little padlock there. So once you get that in, you can lock it. Yeah. And then you need to decide, are you looking at a, a 16 by nine or a 2.35 or that's, two that's the other question. Do I go 16, nine or do I go, do I go with the movie? 
sure. situation. The, I, I went me, 69 because me, I, I'm watching all question, kinds of other stuff too. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing. What do you watch on it? If well, you're, if you're watching like games, like if you, cause you do a lot of gaming. Yeah. To me, 16 by nine might be a better screen for you. For me, probably 95% of everything we do in the theater room is watching movies. movies. Yeah. So there's no reason for me to have a 16 by nine. Um, and I wanted that. I wanted something different than what you get in somebody's living room. Sure. That perspective, that just wide cinescope. Um, you right. walk in and you sit down and you're like, holy crap. Yeah, that doesn't look like my living room, you yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. That part is that uh, you know, I would love to have a room to make a dedicated theater room, but <laughs> this is just in the living room, so yeah. you know, whatever. I know Joe's been Joe's been trying to get me to to jump onto the uh, projector brand bandwagon mm -hmm. for. You'll love it. Bandwagon, man. That's You'll where the cool it. kids are. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you guys just want me to switch teams? I get it. I get it. All right. We're we got a bunch of calls coming in. I don't know if what you guys got because we're about hour in. Oh, let's man. take some more calls, man. Let's just do it. You okay? All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. You're on. Hello. 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 Yeah. Um, I'm, my name is Bern Mueller. I sent a little quick message about darkening a room with a screen, and I've got a suggestion. All right. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, man. My name is Bern Mueller. I sent a uh, little uh, Turn your speakers down. Uh, Brian, yeah, I, in the I background right now. I okay there. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, um, I have a 12 foot wide screen with a projector and a very very windowed living room. Looks kind of like the one that we were showing here five minutes ago. Okay. Um, I so called in a, a curtain guy and said, "Hey, I want some darkening curtains in my room uh, mm -hmm. with motors to go down and so forth and so on." And he said, "Sure." And uh, figured for a little while and measured and came back and said, Oh, that'll be $30,000. <laughs> I said, and Dang. I said, yeah, thanks. And so I went to, um, home Depot and bought some, um, black plastic that is used for mulching. You lay it on the ground. It's real thick black plastic. It cost me $6 for a thousand square feet. Right, And I was able to rig that into really nice black coverings for all my windows. It takes, I typically put on a show uh, for friends and neighbors, uh, 15, 20 people over. And it takes me about uh, 20 minutes to hang all these black curtains and makes the room absolutely black. Nice. And the projector just shows up beautifully. And as nice. I said, instead of 30,000 bucks, it cost me about $6. Um, and I highly recommend that as a, as a way you have to be a little bit creative about how you hang these things. Uh, but, uh, it can, it can be done. Good for you, man. That's what cool. is it called? How do we find it? Well, it's, it, you, you can find it in Lowe's or Home Depot or, or any of the, any of the uh, gardening stores. Uh -huh. And oh, it's here. called, um, it, it comes in huge rolls. Uh, and gardeners use it to, to cover their, uh, the ground, uh, and, and, um, something like this. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. There it uh, is. It, it, fabric, the, duty, weed yeah, my, mine, it, the roll, my roll is like, is like, uh, a hundred feet long and 10 feet wide, something like that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, exactly. Nice. What a cool yeah, idea. That Just about cool. every time, mine, anytime mine you can do DIY, that's what's like. Looks like it would work perfectly. And yeah. it's absolutely uh, imp opaque. What's the price on it? 
Like sixty four oh, bucks. Mine was much cheaper than that. <laughs> okay. It was much cheaper than that. Got a youth man deal on it. Three feet yeah, by yeah. three hundred though on this one. Yeah, so that one's yeah. Well, mine is, was ten, ten Mine's ten feet by by ten feet by a hundred. Okay. Which is a better better way of doing it. All right. So you just cool. keep shopping, but it's 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 kind of yeah. like that. Very cool. Yeah, and I love um, seeing people get the creative. Other, man. The, the other thing that I that I ran across. Uh, my screen, after about three years up, developed hotspots um, that were hmm. very difficult to ultimately uh, cure. And okay. I wonder if any of you guys who have screens uh, have hotspot problems. I haven't seen any of mine. I've got a Seymour Center Stage XD screen. Uh, it's just a fabric, and then we build a frame for it. See more yeah. butts. Um, mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's it's not an, it's not a common problem. But I have I have hmm. talked to some folks online who have that sure. uh, problem. Gotcha. What yeah. did you okay, do to well, solve thank that? Thank you very you much. Said... I'm having fun listening to your show. Yeah, well, send a, send a picture. You can in. put a link if you if you can. Take care. I'm, thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Super cool, man. We I love hearing people get creative, and especially that it. DIY. Man, we missed you know, like five You can five save a calls. lot of money if you're handy. <laughs> What'd you say, Joe? No, we missed like five, six calls while we were... Uh, no, no call waiting. we had it mute, muted. Remember the days of call waiting, man? Yeah. Man, people love to call in. That's, that's what's that's so good. cool about this. Well, the thing is, they they don't want to call in unless somebody else does. And then when they hear it, they're like, oh, you know, we're, we're just friendly. hanging out with you guys. Yeah. You want to take another one? Like, this is actually yeah. real. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to look through some of the comments. All right, you're on the air. Hey guys, this is Ernie from New York. What's I got a up? Question for you. I have some older speakers, the Paradigm Nine uh, SEs MK3s, and they're rated like uh, 90, 90 to ninety three decibels. Mm -hmm. uh, they're uh, six 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 to four ohms, and um, I'm wondering if the if the Monolith Eleven X would blow them up. No. Yeah, no. You're typically going to want to have more power. Um, some guys even recommend twice the amount of power than they, um, than basically that you like that too, Chana. Um, the reality is, if you underpower them and you crank up, say, your receiver, and you start getting some distortion, basically your amp is kind of running out of gas. It's clipping, and that'll destroy your speakers a whole lot quicker than feeding too much power. Because remember, you have volume control. As long as you're not going stupid crazy with it, and with efficient speakers, you know, if they're 90-ish, I mean, that's still pretty decently efficient. Um, you're not going right. to, you're not even going to be getting close to that 200 watts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those okay. are like peak kind of thing. It's not like, it's not like it's a fire hydrant and it's just blowing out 200 watts continuous to each speaker. It's going to use whatever wattage it needs to reach that volume. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because I'm using these for my front. My uh, rear surrounds, my side surrounds. Uh, I got six of them. I mean, they're, they're like early, early uh, mid '90s speakers. The par old Paradigm monitors. I love these speakers, but these I'm are just the ones. Because I'm looking at them. What's that? Oh, I I'm, I think I have them up on the screen. What did you say they were? Paradigm Nine SE MK3s. Yes. Okay, I have them up on the screen here. Yeah, that's right, Joey. Yeah, the 
the thing about it is power handling is really just a marketing catchphrase. It doesn't actually even mean anything at all. So you're like Michael said perfectly, you're in control of the volume. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're just keeping an eye on that, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. If you hear any distortion, oh, definitely, you know, turn, turn it, it down. down. Yeah. If anything starts sounding wonky and just kind of crazy and not normal, as long as it's clean, as long as it's crisp, you're fine. I think I think yeah, I have an old Denon receiver, uh, old Denon sixteen ten receiver, and these these speakers I've had them for years, and they're they're just freaking awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking yeah. to upgrade. I just want to tell you guys, I love China and Mike. I love you guys. Or I, love, I love you guys' shows. How about mine? Man? Freaking awesome. <laughs> Appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much. Was for that Joe? Me. Yeah, was that Joe or Ryan? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Joe. <laughs> Joe, I just started. I just started watching the shows, guys. Uh, Good. Joe, um, I haven't got into it that much, but it's all right. You don't have to like mine. It's bad. okay. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you very much. Hey, take hey, care. Appreciate it, man. Have a great oh, night. Man, have a Thanks for calling care, in. Buddy. You do thank the same. You. Merry Christmas, to you guys. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. So like what, to summarize what Ron was saying, you know, power every speaker with a thousand watts. That's mm, absolutely the, the thing. Crank it out, man. You just don't want that square wave. Clipping <laughs> is no good. No, that's bad. You know, they use square waves to uh, make bass lines, right? That's is that right? Yep. With the uh, Moog Model D that I have over here, um, that was made. I think uh, you'll hear that all all the bass lines on Michael Jackson's Thriller were made by that. Nice. Oh, that's interesting. So what's up with the SVS again? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something very special. Something, Something might be happening tomorrow. What are the, here's what I want to know. What are the rumors that you guys think? Like, what are the, what's that? What do you guys think in the comments? Like, what do you think they, they might come out with? It's something to battle that monstrous subwoofer from Mona Price? That's I'm going to take mean, a while, I guess, and say it's probably a subwoofer. Yeah. <laughs> probably. That's, that's a good bet. That's All a good right. Bet. Oh, I'll man. take your word for it. Yeah, in the comments, let me let us know what you think uh, SVS might come out with. What's out there what, in the rumor you, mill? What would you like? Yeah, out. what would you like yeah, to see SVS come out with? Yeah. yeah, what should they come out with that you would actually buy? Because I would like to see something that battles that uh, that two fifteen M two fifteen. Yeah, I would like to see. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I want to get it. It's just for me to look at. You know, I just right. want to see. You're like, oh, that'd be cool. But it's not a, realistic for me to get. There's a couple. There's to me. I mean, there's a handful of companies making those big monster ones. There's, um, you know, JTR. Yeah. Some crazy, ridiculous output. Beautifully clean. Um, lots of power. Um, very heavy. <laughs> um, we've got Monolith. You know, that just came out with the M215 dual 15s in it. And then you've got Power Sound Audio. Um, those are kind of the three main ones that are making just these big monster subs for home theater. So yeah, yeah. and then you got our caller earlier. Yeah, with the well, twenty. Yeah, with J- the twenty. JBLs, I love it. man. Speaking of Golly. DIY stuff, there's a question here by Dimitri. Uh, he says DIY MDF painted screen versus hundred to two hundred dollars screens. Can you see a difference? I haven't ever tried a painted screen and. Mm. The first thing I would think of is the uniformity of the wall, the wall. itself, right? Yeah. So um, I'm looking mm-hmm. at my wall. It has that texture. So that would be one issue. You'd have to ha- make sure you have a perfectly flat wall. Also, you know, one thing you might not notice looking at a wall is that drywall bends, right? So if 
your wall isn't perfectly flat, there might be some waviness in your wall that you oh, don't yeah. even see, right? You might not even ever notice. That's par- partially why I think they do this texture sometimes is because there might be a wave and it'll distract you kind of like, right. yeah, kind of like, you know, when they do that, um, that, that look on those cars before you're supposed to see them, you know, they have that, you know, weird effect. So you can't tell <laughs> what the car's supposed to look like. I think that's what they're doing with these walls. So that right. uh, basically what I'm saying is a screen, when you mount a screen up, it'll fix that, right? You're going to make sure that you have a perfectly flat screen and it's uniform. That's what I nice. think. Nice. Demetrius says, I'd like to see a SVS subwoofer that actually costs the same in, is that Europe? <laughs> As it does in the U.S. Sadly, you guys get, man. Yeah, they I've have heard, their own. I've heard guys... You know, even in Australia, and they're like, dude, we get hit so hard with, I guess, the, what is it, the on taxes? Shipping. Shipping. All yeah, that. But there's, there's like extra fees yeah, yeah, that they tariffs. have to, tariffs, yeah, so. tariffs. That's it. So they get hit with all that. Yeah. Another question. Anyone heard of Arendel sound speaker? I think I Shane, heard. he's got some of those mm-hmm. in for review. Been. And I think he, does he own them now? Isn't that he's, what he's rocking in his theater? Yeah, he. I think he ended. You're up talking spare that. change, right? Yeah. Change, yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally haven't heard them, but I've seen them. You know, I'm aware of them, but I haven't heard them. Cotton yeah, Dude One is the crazy twenty sub guy. I'm a follow <laughs> Cotton Dude. Right. Um, you stay in touch. Yeah the um, the Arendels. I think he said it was a fourteen thousand dollars seven yeah. point one point four or something. Yeah, pretty high end stuff. Yeah, crazy. Ultra towers with built-in subwoofers that hits between six hertz to two hundred hertz. Good luck with that. Yeah, I, hey, this is speculation time. Right? Yeah, I just, I just don't see. What is their? What not is many their towers best sell- are going to do that anyway? What is their best-selling sub? Do you guys know? I think probably what the four thousand. I would think it's probably because it's like been out longer. Which so. one? The two thousand. I see a lot of people yeah. posting um, dual two thousand setups. Okay. Yeah. I would. Sure. Yeah, the two thousands are more affordable, too. and yeah. you can use them in a, for audiophile stuff, right, Ron? Like, yes. You know, for somebody who's doing a two channel setup, are they yeah, more right. likely to get uh, the two thousands? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Just wondering. Oh, mm-hmm. somebody said duties. They call them duties. Duties. Yes. So, Ron knows all about duties, duties. taxes. Ron's all about them duties right now. He's got twin duties. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you guys think the SB3000? Okay. That's a good, well, that's see, a that's good the guess. thing. It's, it's new because, um, you know, the SB3000, what's it been out? Two, no, a year and a half maybe? Joe, when did you get that? You had that at the show, right? Uh, Yeah, last year. I had so that's what I'm saying. It's probably about a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. So that one hasn't been out long enough maybe to have as many sales maybe as the PB2000 yeah. or SP2000. I'm always curious how they don't cannibalize their other lines, right? It's because they have so many. Right? And they even, they're excited about it. They're like, you know, this SP3000, man, it, and the PB3000, it, it goes kind of head-to-head with our 4000. Yeah, series. but it yeah. doesn't beat it. It doesn't beat it. But, but we're okay yeah. with that. We're okay with that. <laughs> I'm always I'm always wondering we about our that. engineers start it, you know, redesign it from the ground up. Uh, Make it awesome. Burn says any of you guys going to see yes. Shana D. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be there. there. I think Joseph and I will be there. 
Cedia, um, I'm looking at going to, but Cedia, Cedia definitely. Yes, I think I think all four of us should try to get to Cedia and Armaf yep. this year. Or mm. I mean, I'm down, man. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. We I need that Patreon support. Already, so I'll I'll have a little a bit more room. free time as of December the 30th. Yes, you will. Mike is yeah. going full time. If you guys didn't know, yeah. Congrats, Damn. man. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Hey, yep. Mike, hey, Mike. I've actually uh, I did this collab with DD microphones you guys know yeah. DD microphones yeah, i've reviewed yeah. some of their stuff and um you know they're doing this stuff with they they wanted me to go and check out different headphones right and i think one of the headphones was those that you have on right now oh really yeah these are nothing fancy guys so if you think are they are like, one something that what is the name of those honestly dude i don't even know I don't it think should they be on the top there it should be on the top there they said that uh they said that el jefe actually recommended them does it say one something Actually, you're correct, bro. It's one audio. O N E audio. Is it spelled oh. correct on yours? O N E. Yeah, they said sometimes so, yeah. it's spelled incorrectly. But anyway, oh, I tried those out. Those are. <laughs> nah, it's O N E. All right, three letters. How do you get that wrong? So yeah. I got a chance to try those out. Yeah, they're decent, man. Dude, those are super comfy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're I so comfy. Yeah, they're plasticky so though. They're right plasticky. Now. Yeah, they're cheap, man. I mean, but we're talking what thirty bucks. But on Amazon, pull up China. Those they're are like, super comfy. Like what is it? Anyway. One audio? One yeah. audio. O and E audio. I bought them off Amazon. I got some I bass just too. That, that has a good amount of bottom end that's pretty balanced. Nothing super high fi like what Ron rocks at, you know. You, you guys should see this website. This is here we go. One audio to audiophilia. Ooh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> audiophilia just sounds bad. <laughs> Look at that website. I think Michael designed that one. Did you design that one? I didn't design that. Okay, no, nah, no, nah, you don't do stuff like. Dang! Look at that that loading time. Yeah. Look at that. Could be because we're all connected, but I don't know. It could be China's Wi-Fi too. Yeah. No, I'm I'm. You know in. what? One audio. I've seen these guys too. They have yeah, a crazy dongle. little look at you see those little speakers right there? One box yeah. micro. You see those little speakers? Yeah. So yeah, those like are all wireless and you're supposed to put those all around your room and they have this technology that actually you know gets the right sound to the correct speaker. Interesting. But they're all like battery powered like for that's interesting, right? They look nice. Like they're not come on man. What are those little speakers going to actually do? Yeah. But I have seen this company yeah, they had a Kickstarter for that uh, surround I sound. I went on Amazon and I searched for headphones and um, best reviews and was just looking at some budget headphones, like under 50 bucks. Anyway, very, they very really interesting. Good reviews, so. Very interesting stuff. Like, those are truly wireless. Like, I think gotcha. they're battery operated, yeah. some of those. Crazy. Interesting. So, Burns says, CD is the best audio destination I've never been, but uh, Ron yeah. and I had a good time over there at Rocky Mountain. It's awesome. Man. Are y'all picking up the bass? Huh? I'm hearing like some major bass coming through my speakers. That's just my Ron's voice. In, no, they're in there. No, they're rocking my theater room right oh, now. Oh, oh, you mean at your home. Yeah. Oh, serious? Okay. I couldn't tell if it's coming. I'm hearing it in my headphones. Are they allowed to go in there and just like turn turn on your stuff? My son's 20, bro. Oh, I, I don't know who was, who was over there. Oh, dude, I got we got people coming in all the time because I got four children. Uh huh. Twenty, my son's twenty, and then I've got three daughters, eighteen, sixteen, and thirteen. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to create a home that um, was very inviting. Kids come in, you know, take what you want, eat what you want, 
don't touch my speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, are you is your is your son allowed to play with your uh, audio stuff? No problem. Like, oh, you know do what you want. So funny. Tell me. You know what's so funny? So we went to Reno for the night to get our car serviced. Mm. Right? The closest place is in Reno, uh, about three hours north, and so. He was alone for the night. You know, he's like 15, whatever. Um, so he can take care of himself and the dogs. Yeah. And like, share my screen, by the way. A week ago. Yeah. <laughs> a, a week ago. <laughs> uh, or sorry, no, like a week or two after it, I was just like, hey, um, by the way, when you're playing this music on, on this sound system, be careful when you change songs. Because they'll go to YouTube uh -huh. and just airplay it to the AVR. Okay. And then when they change a YouTube song, you know, some are loud, some are soft, like it's, right. you know, pretty jarring. And I had the, um, um, the RF 73s connected to the Parasound. What was it? Uh, the 180 watt one or what yeah. it, 225. And I was like, yeah, so it gets pretty loud. And he's like, oh, oh, I know. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, when uh, when you and mom were in Reno um, recently, I was playing some music pretty loud, and then the neighbors came by and and asked and asked me to turn it down. Nice. I was like, okay. I'm like, he's like, they also asked if my my mom or dad was home, and I was like, oh, my dad's in the shower. Is that the one you got in trouble for? That's I fun. remember that one time you got in, like, you're like, and got some serious complaints. Oh no, that's that's the condo. Oh, okay, that's a different one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, question over here about earthworm uh, mics. I don't. I know somebody here is crazy enough to have some of those crazy expensive mics. Yeah. Yeah, earthworks. Earthworks. Yeah, this one. He said earthworm though. <laughs> no, it's earthworm. <laughs> it was close. Hey, earthworm. That'd be cool. I'm gonna say Maybe earthworm from start now Start a new on. brand, Ron. Maybe Earthworm. that's the knockoff company that makes those those headphones and you spell it different. <laughs> but yeah, what's up with the Earthwork Earthworks mics? They get pretty up there as far as price too. Yeah, they do. Um, really incredible microphones. Typically, uh, I think they do. I think they do both like dedicated measurement mics and then also um, condenser microphones, and they are like legitimately flat from. Mm -hmm you know, four hertz up to whatever. Like mine go four hertz up to 40,000 hertz, which is just mind-blowing. Yeah. So they're, super they're, accurate. Yeah, like literally flat. And they're like XLR, within, right? Within a dB, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can hook, you can actually hook those up right now. Like you could hook sure. those up and we could hear yeah. how you actually sound because I know you're all like enhancing you your voice right now. It. You're not ready for it, so. You're enhancing. Someday. Maybe one day you'll grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Cotton dude said he demoed the PB16. Hang on, let me scroll back up. Said he PB the, the demo the PB16 Ultra, and it was like a jackhammer of doom. I assume I'm sure the, nice. the ballet studio next door hates that AV installer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Once you get, I mean, there's a lot. Here's the thing, guys. SVS definitely, you know, I I love my PB16s, but there's some great subwoofers out there. It is a fantastic time to be a consumer. Because competition is providing a lot of great uh, options, yeah, hundred yeah, percent, yeah. So. Hey, Chana, do you happen to have that uh the link to our podcast? I'm gonna have to get going soon because I'm sweating right now. I need to eat. I'm yeah. starving. Yeah, I, got, I have this uh, 
Joe, I just came in from Beer work. And wine and over to computer, man. Yeah. I know. I haven't eaten dinner yet either. As, uh, we've been doing this hour and a half. We're supposed to do an hour, but you know, we're having so much fun with you guys that we're just sticking yeah. around. It's supposed to be an hour long show. Everybody calling in. That's been yeah. fun. Call-ins are great. But oh. yeah, um, you're able to hear the audio only version of this on pretty much any platform. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So if you're using yeah, put it in Apple the Music link, I think, Joe. Okay, cool. Did you? Yeah, I just copied it from your last one. Yeah, do you have a banner up though? I can put one up in just a second. All right, let's see. Um, what else? What other questions do we have here that we can get to real quick? And then uh, I gotta go and plan eat. on reviewing some rhythmic subs. Oh, I, I want some. I want. Out. I want some rhythmic subs. I've I've emailed them so many times and I would love to because I use their plate amps in my open baffle uh, GR research subs. So yeah. they're, they're direct servo. That's what they're known for. Sure. And they have a specific patent on their technology with rhythmic. And for whatever reason, I think it's just maybe just a smaller company. I think that's all there is to it. They just don't respond. So I, I've never gotten a response sure. out of them. So I don't know. I think I sent them an email. I'll I can't remember them. if it was, how do you pronounce it? Sue? Yeah. Shoe, shoe, yeah, something like. That. Um, I can't remember. I either emailed them or Rhythmic, yeah. and I never heard from them either. Yeah, kind of similar. Yeah, just a smaller okay. company. It's all good, man. I've talked to Rhythmic, and they're just uh, like, yeah, whatever, dude. It's all good. What is? What do you do again? You review stuff on what? On YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, it, here. It's kind of So here's an interesting topic. So, um, reaching out to some of these companies. Some of these are very new to working with us. You know, yeah. content creators. Uh, video influencers. And so they're trying to figure this out. You know, what does the process look like for them as a manufacturer? Yeah. How do, how do we, you know, is there a value proposition of me sending a product paying shipping both ways typically is what they do. They'll give us usually 60 days, 90 days is pretty average to review something. And then they pay to ship it back to them. Um, You know, so they're trying to figure out, man, is this a good, you know, I mean, because ultimately, is it good for them? Yeah. I mean, how are we going to benefit from this? And what we try to tell them is that you guys, I mean, that's where you're getting your information a lot of times. You don't have the flexibility and the ability to get three different subwoofers in your living room and, and listen to them. So that's what we enjoy doing. We love bringing in, you know, Ron bringing in sets of speakers and being able to share what he's heard. Yes, of course, it's in his living room. It's in his setup. It's with his amplifiers and it's with his ears. And so you have to kind of take that um, into consideration. But um, I don't know why. I just see Chana. He's just grinning ear to ear. Man. You always laugh whenever you see Chana. You I just do, start laughing. He cracks me up, man. He's a lot of fun. Well, I was, um, I was, I was singling out everybody and Joe was just yeah. looking down like right now. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm looking at this uh, at my Instagram messages, right? So sometimes people hit me up directly and ask me questions. And uh, this one guy, I'm trying to find the the exact one here. A lot of these are from Chinese companies asking me to review stuff. Yeah. Hey, sure. check this out. Like a lot of those. I got sent like some mic that's like a interview mic but with a long wire. I'm like, what do I want? <laughs> Send me a wireless one at least. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, this guy was basically saying that um, that he he was looking at some monolith subs and he bought it because of your review, Michael. Yeah. You know, like wow. specifically, like yeah. specifically, I just mentioned like, Hey, my buddy youth man. He's like, yeah, he's the reason I bought these subs in the first place. 
Yeah. So that's, you know, to answer the question, that's why yeah. companies should, sure. you, know, you know, and it's people it's, take action, right? It's super cheap advertising for them. And it gives us an opportunity to, to share with you what, you know, maybe you don't get the opportunity to do in your own home. And really that's, I think our heart and our desire is that we want to be able to be as informative as we can to be as unbiased as we can. You know, I mean, granted, I think all of us have our own preferences, you know, I mean, there's, I've never denied that I love the sound of clips speakers. Not everybody does. One second. You know, I'm getting my uh, Chana packages. In. <laughs> and so all of us hear differently and Ron's got his favorite and Chana's got his favorite and, right, you know, man. Joe's got his, okay, but we try as best that we can to provide content that is as unbiased as we possibly can. You know, right. here's what I hear. Here's what I like about it. Here's what I like. I don't like it. Yeah. You know, here's what I found quirky about it. Um, and then ultimately just give you information to help you be a better informed consumer. Right. Well, you really what plan we on buying something that's, you know, expensive, whether yeah. expensive is $500 to you, whether expensive is a thousand or 3000, sure. you know, um, getting that feedback from us, one of us about, you know, something you want to buy is always mm -hmm. great because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff out there and it's kind of, it's a quagmire of just quagmire. That's a great word, man. Quagmire. I, mean, <laughs> I have never used that word. It's a quagmire of information, especially on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Look at Ron. There is. There is. China's a quagmire. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you. I'll, let's be honest, though. Getting stuff to review is pretty fun. Like, our is. job is not a bad job. Like, we get to review stuff. And okay. so I'm always excited. Like, yes, new, you know, whatever is coming in the mail. Um, until I realize that I actually have to make a video about this yeah. thing. And you're like, oh, after you reviewed it for a while, like, hold up a second. Now I got to spend a ton of hours yeah. filming this thing. And then I got to talk about it and sound, you know, somewhat smart in front of the camera and sure. actually get all the facts right. And then I got to go and edit this thing yeah. and make. So it's a ton of work. Very sure. fun. But it is work sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's. It, it's a blast, but like you said, I mean, there's um, from researching the product because sometimes you will get something. I'm not familiar with Martin Logan as far as I've never had their speakers. Um, I'm new to a folded tweeter, you know, so I'm trying to research, you know, what is that all about? And so mm -hmm. I can be educational in my videos. Um, then you've got to go in there and shoot the video. Sometimes that may take you 30 minutes. You just knock it out. Sometimes I've been in the theater for four hours and I still didn't finish the video. You know, it's like, cause I'm, sometimes I'm just overthinking it. You know, it's like, okay, should I get this camera angle? Should I do this? What about my lighting? And there's so many things that we think about to try to make the best quality that we can for you guys. Um, and then you got to go back to the computer and edit all that. And that takes a huge amount of time, you know? And then even after that, then you've got the, the YouTube side of it, as far as your titles, your thumbnails, um, there's a lot of work. Those, your sure. links. I mean, just there's a ton of stuff, but it's so much fun. It it is. I mean, I think I, I'm lucky. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't do anything during the day. I don't have any Tell me obligations you don't do all week, bro. So I'll, I'll be there, and I need to review the speakers. So which means I just listen to them for like two or three hours and play Call of Duty. Play Call of Duty. Play some music. You know, play some, watch some movies, or just certain scenes out of movies, and. Uh, it's a lot of fun. That part is, I love that part. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that part. And I, um, all right. So what about even the manufacturers? I have thoroughly enjoyed over the past two years 
getting to know the a lot of the behind the scenes guys the the owners of the companies um we get a chance to just really hang out with some very intelligent people mm-hmm. in the audio industry very cool. people that are passionate i remember when sound united flew me up to baltimore for the polk audio there was just like five of us that they um invited to come to this gathering to hear the new polk legend speakers and those people at polk man love audio i mean they are extremely passionate super friendly folks and so even just that aspect of this has been really really rewarding all righty well um chana real quick question yo can you tell me about that whiskey last question last question <laughs> okay go ahead what do you want to know well how is did it you did it? you try it out you got it oh man it's my christmas present i'm not uh, opening that up until the 20th okay. all right well i got it yeah okay Take us out, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I was just playing. I just wanted to interrupt you with the, the outro music. Sure. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, calling in, uh, asking your questions. I had a good Thank time. You. I got to eat now. Every Monday. Take care, everyone. Yep. See you guys later. Peace. See ya. Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>